Hi folks, this is Dr. William Curtis with Future Focus Family Medicine and the WFO Life Podcast. Today I'd like to bring to you a very short episode introducing stress. You think, hell, I got enough stress in my life, I don't want to talk about that now. No, this is going to be good because stress is something that has benefits, but when it goes on for too long, it causes health problems. And why do we care about that on the WFO Life Podcast? Because if you have chronic stress, it robs your vitality it unbalances your hormones and it leads to chronic medical problems. Medical problems mean you don't have time to spend your energy mastering self, mastering craft, and accomplishing your life missions. Welcome to the WFO Life Podcast. Buckle up for interviews, insights, and practical discussions, and the occasional intellectual oddity, all designed to help you master self, master craft, and accomplish any life mission. Hi folks, it's Dr. William Curtis with the Future Focus Health Network, the NRG Tribe, and the WFO Life Podcast. I have a quick episode I'd like to do for you today on stress, and I'll call this the stress introduction episode. Stress is something that I talk with patients routinely about. I am constantly addressing health issues related to stress-driven causes. So I want to jump in by explaining what I am defining as stress. Everyone seems to be obsessed with that right now, but how do we actually define that? You know, there's obvious things that we, most people consider as a stressor, like a deadline at work, screaming kids, financial woes or other kind of modern life emergencies. But what what is stress really? I define stress as an emotional, physical, and hormonal response to a real or perceived threat. Essentially, stress is the complete human response that we often call the fight or flight response. So neck pain, back pain, irritable bowel syndrome, fibromyalgia, fatigue, insomnia, low libido, that sex drive, Anxiety, depression, panic attacks, chronic joint pain, even heart disease. Protracted stress plays a role in the development of all these issues. So listen, if we backed up, why do we even have stress? Is this helpful? Is it not helpful? What is this fight or flight response? Imagine you're a caveman, 10,000 BC. You and your mate are sitting in a cave. You're eating, you know, the squirrel you captured, maybe some berries you gathered. You're just hanging out relaxed. And then near the edge of the cave, you hear some kind of growl. And maybe you realize that, that, that maybe there's a bear or a, you know, a wolf or something that's coming in to, to uh, attack you. You ever felt that real thump in your chest that where your heart sort of violently pounds really fast, maybe on a roller coaster or something like that, or something startles you? You ever notice how your vision gets really sharp and it seems like your time slows down and even sometimes your reflexes and sense of smell and everything is hyper acute. You can actually smell better and you might even you might even notice little things you wouldn't notice like a drip of drool from the bear as it, you know, walks into the cave. This might scare you so badly in these scenarios that you actually wet yourself but you spring into a, you know, you spring up, you have all this 
power and strength and quickness. And you, you, in, in that state, that fear jacked up stress fight or flight state, you're able to defend yourself. Maybe you grab a spear and kill the, the beast and, and you're, you're, you're well. So that sounds like a good thing that you have this physiologic response to fear and in some life-threatening scenario where you physiologically have changes that occur in your body. I mentioned the vision changes and get sharper. Reflexes get faster. Strength, the muscles have more power. Reflexes are better. What you also don't see is this is a hormonal response that's going on. It's an electrical and hormonal response. And what you don't see is that your brain is sending a signal to the body to release stress hormones, which in the short run, uh, let's call it less than 72 hours, that's actually beneficial. It'll actually boost your immune system. So imagine if you got bit by that bear, but you had this huge burst of adrenaline that went on, the noradrenaline and, and cortisol and all these kind of hormones. Well, that actually will boost your immune system temporarily. But the problem is, is that this stress goes on for a very long period of time. This becomes a negative. So again, cortisol has a cascade, that's your stress hormone, has a cascade of symptoms. It improves your white blood cell and immune system function. It, so you're more likely to survive an infection or an injury. Uh, and and all, the, all the strength and survival and you know, power that you get in your muscles from this hormone is also a benefit. But chronic stress is kind of what modern man experiences. Real or imagined, things in our head get translated into a chemical signal that is much like having the bear or the saber-toothed tiger in the room with us all the time. So think about the chronic stressors that many face today. Work, school, deadlines, commitments, financial struggles, relationship problems. We work a lot of hours. We don't get the right amount of sleep that, that humans were really built to have. Top that off, we get all kinds of processed foods, diets heavily laden with sugar. Sometimes we'll consume alcohol and a host of other medications and stimulants and additives and chemicals and caffeine and nicotine and all of these things that we were never meant to eat or consume as humans. Our minds are bombarded with these you know, media stimuli, television, internet, Facebook, Twitter. You get to watch the plane crash over and over and over. You get to watch somebody beat somebody else up on TV or or in the streets and, in, 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 you know, killing people. And you get to see all of that and you experience it. And all of those images cause a stressful cortisol response. So stress is a good thing, but chronic stress is not Chronic stress is associated with all causes of death. It is associated with weight gain, diabetes, heart disease, that's uh, heart attacks. It's associated with stroke. It's associated with many tension and mind-body problems like muscle aches, back pain. I mentioned earlier fibromyalgia and migraine headaches, tension headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, and many, many more. So again, pluses and minuses to what's going on here. Cortisol and stress response can be good in the short run, bad in the long run. If you're suffering from chronic stress, you might see lab changes as well. Low testosterone, low libido, fatigue, depression, all these things we've mentioned. Those are driven by abnormal hormones. 
So let me, I use the Star Trek analogy. You know, Captain's always like, okay, we're at maximum warp speed. Give her all she's got, but we have to shut down the shields to to go full speed. That's kind of how the body is. If you have to dump cortisol because you're in fight or flight mode all the time, the body's smart. And what it starts doing is it shunts power to make stress hormones. And so you start to see a decline in estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, and aldosterone, which is a salt retention hormone. So what you start seeing is you see people who are gaining weight, men who have low libido, women who have irregular or heavy menstrual cycles or very pronounced menopause. We have people that have chronic fatigue. Maybe we have people that crave sugar or crave salty things. If any of those sound familiar to you, those are driven by hormonal symptoms. And many people, in fact, I'll, I'll, I'll pick on guys for a sec. I get a lot of people that say, hey, I'm really tired. I think my testosterone's low. And I say, I, don't, I think you sleep poorly. I think you don't eat right. And I think you're stressed out all the time. And I'll show them that their cortisol levels are abnormal and that they've got this chronic history of stress. And they just don't, they said, no, no, I just need testosterone. Just give me testosterone. It's like, actually, that's like treating the fever when the actual problem is maybe a bacteria that needs an antibiotic. It's we're treating the symptom, not the reason it's happening. Humans were meant to live in a relatively stress, uh, you know, not in, under stress all the time, and then deal with acute bursts of stress. So in coming episodes, I'm going to talk about things that you can do to reverse stress or to deal with stress. I'm also going to do an episode on good stressors because there are good stressors. I talked about it from a fight or flight chronic stress standpoint today. I made the connection that chronic stress can lead to chronic health issues that many, many people suffer. In the show notes, I'm going to go ahead and put a link to the top 10 stress reduction recommendations. That's an article I wrote a while back that gives you some basic things to start on if you're feeling very motivated to do that. And I hope you'll look forward to the next episode where I cover some of the more detailed good stressors that humans experience. Have a great day. And as always, please leave uh, comments in our show notes. Uh, I'd love to hear from you and any feedback you've got on this topic. Thanks. Thanks.